Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I just want to say God bless you and welcome to It's Authentically Me, the Stress-Free Zone. Are you ready? Are you ready to embrace everything that's positive and release everything that's negative in this week? All right, close your eyes because we're about to breathe. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. One last time. Inhale. Lord God, I thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to speak in front of your people. Continue to guide me to say the things that you want me to say. Let this touch someone on this very day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay, so let's get started. Last episode, we spoke about logical reasoning and our theme was changing my mindset. Changing your mindset. So we're gonna dive right in. This time around, we're talking about changing your mindset but we're talking about it through spiritual warfare. Now, I'm going to give you a few things that has to do with spiritual warfare. What does spiritual warfare truly mean? So spiritual warfare is the Christian concept of fighting against the work of evil forces. It is based on the biblical Belief in evil spirits are demons that are said to intervene in human affairs in various ways. So that is spiritual warfare. And I wanted to bring out a scripture that comes to mind. Is Romans 7 and 21. I find then, then a law that when I would do good, evil is always present with me so every time we strive to do something good we strive to change we strive to to be better than what we were yesterday there's something a force an evil force a demon an adversary striving to stop us in our tracks. Have you ever felt as if you're doing everything right, but somehow it's a fight to stay strong, to stay committed, to stay focused, no matter what it is? Don't worry, I've been there too. We've all been in a battle striving against 
evil to do good. Learning spiritual warfare takes time to understand for some people striving to do and live for Christ. And sometimes it can be the hardest time in our lives when we turn away from wickedness and we stay focused on the path that God has set for us. Every time we break something that is unlike God off of us, there seems to be a wrestle. There seems to be a fight. There seems to be something that's striving to push us further and further away from God. And when we're doing good and everything seems to go right, everything seems to go the way we thought it was going to, to uh, go as we plan for our days and as we plan for our weeks and things of that sort. We, we're thinking everything is going to go all gravy in our family and we're thinking that everything is going to go all gravy in our, in our, in our workhouse and we're thinking everything is going to go all good in our household, but then there's a tragedy that happens and then there is a death that happens and then there is a situation where um, where we get let go from our job and, and then there is another situation where they, they cut our hours and then there is another situation and another situation and another situation and you're just like, well, God, I thought I was doing right. Why are you cutting off these different situations? Why are you making me feel this way? And we're blaming God. We're blaming God for all these things. And he is not to blame. But sometimes God will cut things off of our lives. God will take things and people out of our lives for a reason and for a season so that he can get our attention because we idolize people more than him. We idolize things more than him. We put things first before him. And the moment that we, we blame God we turn away from him. We blame him. We don't think that, that God is the true and living God. We doubt him. We become furious with him. We become angry with him. Blaming him for all of these things. every time we decide that we want to change and break from alcoholism do you notice that there's something or a thought that intrudes your mind oh why do you need to break free oh well well since you're stopping alcohol and you're not drinking alcohol go ahead and smoke well if you're not if you're not going to have sex it, it's okay to you know watch porno 
It's okay to, to masturbate. And I want to be real. I want to be transparent with you. Because when you stop one thing, the enemy will offer you another. But it comes through this avenue of the same situation. And let me explain something to you. Spiritual warfare gives its debut when you decide full-heartedly to turn away from sin completely. Completely. When you decide to say, no, I am not doing that anymore. And something intrudes your mind and you say no to that very thing. And something else intrudes your mind and you say no to that very thing. You have now turned away full-heartedly saying, Lord, I believe you. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I walk in your will. Whatever you want me to do, I will obey you. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. But when you decide to fully turn away from sin, sinful natures, and you make up in your mind, you decide in your mind that this is not for you. This lifestyle that I'm living is not for me anymore. I am not getting fulfillment here. Do you know that sometimes when we're in relationships and we settle Whether you are male or a female, you settle in a relationship and it causes you to be complacent in every avenue of your life. Have you noticed that when you when you stop drinking, you begin to think a little clearer? Your energy level begins to pick up? But the moment you keep drinking, your energy level comes down. Your way of thinking becomes cloudy. And you're always tired, always frustrated, always mad. Have you noticed? But when you turn away from all of that, when you turn completely away from everything, every person that God has told you to turn away from, after he gives you sign after sign and warning after warning, but you still stay, you still stay doing the same thing and you still stay with the same person and you still stay um, committed to, to whatever is sinful, committed to sin and the law, laws of sin, You are now living your own life and living the way the enemy designed for you to live. But 2 Corinthians 7 and 14 
It's talking about turning away from wickedness. Then God will bless the land. But you have to be willing to change. I have to be willing to change. Mentally, physically, emotionally, we have to be willing to change. Changing our mindset is deeper. In spiritual warfare, it's deeper than what we think. Spiritually, you know that people will throw all types of religions, will say, believe in this God, and believe in this goddess, and believe in tarot cards, and believe in, in um, what else is there? Believe in Buddhism, and believe in Hinduism. All these different beliefs, right? Have you noticed that there's no problem with none of these different beliefs? Nobody has a problem with any of these beliefs. But when you talk about Christians and living for Christ, there is a problem. And then people that have, have made a bad name for Christians, for people that are just followers of Christ, that's what it means. People that have made a bad name for, for uh, followers of Christ, they think everybody around the market, around the world, is just like that one person. And they mean whomever is against living for Christ, whomever is, is saying that I don't really know if this is a full right teaching about Christ and about, you know, being good and stuff like that. I don't really understand. Aren't all religions the same? That is a trick from the enemy. All religions are not the same because if they were, we wouldn't be talking right now. If they were, People that were are Hinduism, people that are Buddhists, people that are atheists will be getting killed for serving their gods. But you don't hear them getting killed. You hear Christians getting killed, just like they killed our Lord and our Savior for talking about the Bible. There is nothing that he did. He didn't steal. He didn't kill. He didn't do anything. But yet he got killed for our sins. He knew why he was going to get killed. He knew what he was getting killed for. But they still chose which is the uh, Pharisees still chose to kill our Lord and our Savior. Just like in different countries, they choose to kill Christians. They don't choose to kill other religion, people that believe in other religions. Why? Because there is spiritual warfare taking place. And so I want to show you in your life today how to stand up, how to take back your thoughts 
when the enemy tries to intrude your thoughts, when the enemy tries to intrude your mind and he goes into your brain cells and tries to, to plant seeds into you, I want to show you how to take back your mind, take back and cast down every imagination. It's time to take back everything that the enemy stole from you. Isaiah 54 and 17 says, and this is the King James Version. It says, no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn this is the heritage of the servant of the lord and their righteousness is of me saith the lord and the niv says no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper it shall Prosper. No weapon that's formed against me shall not prosper. And every tongue has to confess that he is Lord. And I want to tell you, anytime your mind begins to play tricks on you. Anytime somebody comes up against you, telling you what you are, telling you what you're not going to do, telling you what you can't do, I want you to stand up in your spirit And I want you to speak this Isaiah 54 and 17 over your life. No weapon that formed against me shall prosper. I know you're trying to have uh, commit harm towards me. I know you're trying to stir up some, some um, confusion. I know you're trying to break and separate some things. But the devil is a liar and you are too. You have to speak against those people with wisdom. I'm not saying go into their face and be like, no weapon formed against me. No, no. You let them talk. You let them say whatever they're going to say. And you mark that. Okay, devil. Okay, Satan. Okay, adversary. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me angry. You're trying to stir up trouble. And you go to your secret place and begin to pray. And you speak this over yourself. Isaiah 54 and 17. I just know that you can defeat the enemy using this. Defeat the enemy using this scripture. These are this is one of the scriptures. But let's not let's not stop there. Let's not stop there. If there are thoughts that you're not good enough, that you can't overcome anything, 
that you take back what the enemy is trying to tell you. What the enemy is trying to, to, I mean, not tell you, what the enemy is trying to offer you. You take back what he took from you, I mean. He's trying to offer you something else, but you take back what he stole from you. If he stole your mind, you take it back. If he tried to steal your heart, you take it back. Whatever he tried to steal from you in your life, this is the time to take it back. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So after we're casting down every imagination in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, we're going to go to to wrestling not against flesh and blood. Stand on these these, these scriptures. Because this is what I stood on. I stood on Isaiah 54 and 17. I stood on casting down every imagination and high and high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. I stood on that. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. I stood on that. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. I stood on that. Ephesians 6 and 12. I had to submit myself to the Lord. See, I want you to get this. I want you to understand this. We're snatching back. We're standing up in our minds that everything that we're thinking about ourselves is no longer who we are. Because when we come into the the newness in Christ, when we come and transform in the Lord and we be more like Christ, We submit ourselves to him. Therefore, to God, we submit ourselves. We submit yourself. Submit ourselves, therefore, to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. Every negative thought, every imagination that is unlike God, commanded to flee and go into a dry place. And you probably like, what is that? Why you keep saying go into the dry place? Okay, let me let me inform you what that dry place, what I'm talking about going into that dry place. Matthew 12 and 43, it says, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Then he said, I will into I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty and swept and garnished. And he goeth, then he goeth he, then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter in and dwell there 
and the last state of the that man is worse than the first even so shall it be also unto this wicked generation I'm going to leave it right there and we're going to pick this back up in the next podcast because when we sweep out everything, we want to pour back into ourselves. But right now we're talking about spiritual warfare, taking back what the devil stole from us, casting down every imagination and standing up to the negative thoughts that try to intrude our mind. I hope that you enjoyed this on tonight, on today, or on this afternoon. I thank you for being a part of this podcast. If you want to tell me any topics, if you want to DM me for any feedback, or uh, just email me. My my Instagram is it's authentically me. It's authentically me, all lowercase. And my email is authentically me28 at gmail.com. Authentically me28 at gmail.com. Remember, God can help you wherever you are in the world. You just have to be willing to change. God bless. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for this opportunity to speak and go forth on this podcast. I ask that this, this touches each and every vessel, Lord God. I ask that this penetrates the heart of each and every vessel that listens to this. I ask that they retain each and everything, Lord God. And they get the understanding of what this is speaking about and how serious this is. Lord God, I'm asking for every soul that comes on this. Let them be renewed and changed. Let their their minds be changed. Let their hearts be changed. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.